Welcome back to the Pandemic Push-Up Podcast. This is a point of view podcast about gradual uh, weight loss and fitness. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I'm Dr. Germ G, aka Germaine, and I'm here to share a little bit about my journey, um, which began around January of 2020, uh, a few months, two months before the lockdown in March of 2020. But since that time, I've lost over 50 pounds, and I've done so through a gradual, methodical process that I used to integrate, uh, to, that I integrated into my life. Uh, I'm a spouse uh, and a parent, and for the bulk of the last, let's say, I don't know, 10, 12 years, I've been an educator, I've been an, an instructor, uh, I've been an academic advisor, I've been a researcher, uh, I've managed programs, and uh, I've, I've been really fortunate. And so during the pandemic, uh, I went through a difficult transition from a teaching role that I cherished into unknown territory that would eventually eventually lead to a research opportunity. But um, the moment in which I was confronted with this transition was also the moment when the pandemic lockdown began. And it was also the moment when I was two months into another attempt to lose weight where I had actually lost about, I had actually lost about 10 pounds at that point, but I was on the verge of falling off the wagon once again. And so it was a convergence of all of these things um, that really prompted me to stay the course. I just, I, I had I reached an inflection point where I thought, you know, there's so many things coming at me at once so many things that are out of my control but the one thing that I can control at this moment that I know that I can control is what I decide to put in my mouth and what what I do with my body and so I thought well you know I, I've tried this weight loss thing again and um, it's worked but is it sustainable how will I know unless I try, unless I take the next step, go where I haven't gone before? And so it was in March 2020 that I decided that I was going to try a different approach, which was to cut back on a lot of unhealthy foods, not rely on my comfort foods for stress relief, particularly in a moment of high stress. And I think for me, a point of no return came shortly after the pandemic started. Um, and this is relevant to the, the topic of today's podcast episode, which is um, it's, it's based off of a recent blog post that I entered in the blog at, at the, the pandemicpushup.com. And the blog post focused on stress and wellness and how that is really an ongoing struggle for so many of us. But I had reached a point of stress early on 
in the lockdown days where I remember it was one night in late March and my eldest, who was still in elementary school at the time, was just having a bad day, you know, transitioning to, you know, doing school from home and and I'm still teaching from home, finishing up the semester. And my, my partner's also working from home. And we, at the time, you know, our, our infant, you know, who had just become a toddler. It's, uh, it was a crazy time. And there was just this one night where there was just so much screaming and raging. And, and I, just, I just remember sitting there thinking, oh, my God, how are we going to survive this? need to I need to do something I need to I just need to get out and it was quite late too so I got in the car and drove about 20-25 miles and just not sure where I was heading what I was doing I was just at a point of exasperation I was just exhausted mentally emotionally and maybe even a little physically um and I ended up in a fast food drive-through, um, one of my go-to fast food places, and I got one of my typical orders. And I knew that okay, I had just said uh, now I'm gonna you know try something new, but here I am, sitting in the parking lot with this drive-through order, and I just you know I started drinking that soda, and and I took a bite of one of the fries, and I looked at it, and. I looked at myself in the rearview mirror and I just started thinking like, what am I doing? I, I, I've got to accomplish something. Right now, it seems like nothing is working. You know, again, this is March, late March of 2020. I'm on the verge of, you know, finishing my contract without the renewal. Um, children are at home all day one is supposedly at school but the school system doesn't really know what it's doing in terms of having to abruptly switch to to online learning you know my partner as you can imagine is quite worried about everything and i'm just i'm just a mess and and i just thought you know at that moment i thought look you know i wiped the tears out of my eyes and i said look man you know I, I've got to give this a try. I've got to earnestly give this a try. And it was, for me, a, it was a critical moment where I thought, you know, what, what is going to happen if I continue on this, this health journey? And I really experience it. And I really try to get away from these, health cho- these food health choices and discover new ones. Discover ones that involve actually actual healthy foods um, on a daily basis. And I spend, give myself weeks, days and weeks to document what I eat and to see the difference in what I'm eating and, and my daily activity. And so, yeah, I mean, that was a moment, a moment of stress uh, really an, an inflection point for me where I said, okay, I'm going to earnestly give this a try. And from there, I went through, as most people did during the pandemic, 
peaks and valleys, so many highs and so many lows. And with the strength that I had from, you know, my family and from my inner willingness to go where I haven't gone before, but also with an openness to information that had, that's been there for so long, information about um, health and fitness, information about the importance of managing stress and how stress can lead to chemical changes in the body, how stress can trigger uh, trigger desires for foods that it may not be as healthy for the body you know there's a there's a hormone that's released um, called cortisol that that is heavily discussed in the health community but this hormone which, which is actually important for the body in terms of how it communicates you know the, the organs and tissue and muscles and, and, and blood it's, it's a critical it's a critical hormone but if there is too much stress then that hormone reacts in a way where it can it can release way more insulin uh, than the body needs and this can create you know this can create all sorts of health risk um, for 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 a person that is dealing with high amounts of stress on a on a on a regular basis and so um, and really it's it, it indicated to, to me and to many others the, the importance of mental health and, and well-being during this pandemic and, and how mental health and well-being are, are just as critical um, in my health journey, for sure. They're just as critical as, you know, gradual weight loss uh, and physical fitness. Uh, in fact, you know, I... Um, I have to say that uh, they are, in fact, um, integral. I mean, they're, you know, I would say that um, my well-being has has been very much tied to my motivation to make healthy food choices and to find ways to be active uh, throughout this journey. And also to deal with the changes that have come with losing weight gradually over time and the changes in my body and the changes in how I feel and how I perceive myself when I look in the mirror, when I get on the scale, when I put on different types of clothing. Um, And it's not necessarily always positive. You know, I'd like to think that, you know, this process has been you know, Instagram, I'll call it Instagram-like, where, you know, you lose weight and you look ripped and and there are all these exponential benefits of, of doing so. But look, I can't speak for everyone. I can speak for myself and say that um, it hasn't necessarily been such an easy experience from the standpoint of, you know, there's still the stresses of life. You know, I still have my responsibilities you know, with my family and, you know, find, to, to find work and, and to deal with, you know, financial and other needs. Um, it's, you know, 
having good health and fitness is a good way to navigate life, but it doesn't necessarily insulate one from all these other realities of life. And so, um, you know, I've, I've, I've tried to work really hard at finding ways to integrate a level of holistic wellness into my life, which would include the choices, the food choices, and the movement choices that have led to the gradual weight loss that I have experienced, which continues to be more than 50 pounds. Um, And at some point in the future, I will talk about uh, the point where, you know, one may or may not plateau. And I feel like I've gone, I've been going through a little bit of a plateau period, maybe even a self-induced plateau period, because if I wanted to get even leaner and shredder, I could, but I have opted to be more balanced. I, you know, and for, and it's just, it's just, you know, my POV um, at this point in my life, what I need and what makes sense for me. Um, it doesn't mean that I'm not interested. I don't celebrate or value um, people that, that, that really go to the maximum limit with, you know, their health and fitness. I do. I think it's, I think they should all, you know, they should be celebrated. But for me, it's always been a, about having a gradual balanced process where I find ways to integrate healthy eating movement into my life in a way that is not too disruptive or alienating of those that are important to me my family and my friends, associates, um, I look for ways to complement the life that I have and in in where possible to enhance the life that I have. Because when we talk about health and fitness and mental health and wellness and stress, you know, these are not easy times in the sense of the level of sensitivity that many of us may be dealing with in regards to our health and fitness and the perceptions that exist for health and fitness, particularly in the, uh, in the online space. There are all sorts of images out there of that project what it means to be fit, to be healthy, to be beautiful. And so, to me, this is, this is also a way of thinking about the mental health aspect of the health journey and how sometimes this aspect of the journey can also be stress-inducing for people. Um, but, you know, to, to not veer off, I don't want to go off too much on the tangent here, but I'm just, just again, I'm just sharing perspective that may or may not be of value to someone out there. I, but my the aim of this podcast is to share my POV on 
gradual health and fitness through my journey, my lived experience, in hope that someone out there may find something of a value of, of, that may be practical, that may be useful for their journey, for their life perspective. I, I see this as a privilege. I, th- I, th- this is my privilege to have this platform to share what I've experienced uh, as someone who sees himself as historically sedentary, someone who has basically enjoyed being anywhere between overweight and obese for most of his adult life. Um, when I, and when I say overweight and obese, this is based off of World Health Organization standards, you know, the, the body mass index. For most of my adult life, I've been, you know, dangerously overweight or obese, um, anywhere between 230 to 255, 60 pounds. And I can tell you that um, it's, you know, there is a significant difference in, you know, coming from that to now where I float between 189 and 191, 182 pounds. Um, it's a very huge, it's a significant difference um, in my ability to just simply get around. I'm, I'm able to move around with a lot more flexibility, vitality, and it's really been great, you know, and I would say that for me, just having that ability to move around without so much pain has helped in managing stress because when I need to go for a walk, when I need to get away, you know, I don't, I have so many more options now than getting in the car and driving to a, you know, a fast food drive through You know, I can walk, I can bike. I mean, I can go do any sorts of exercise. Um, and if I do choose to eat something, because I have trained my mind and my body over time to embrace healthier food options, it, it just now comes naturally, you know, two plus years later, you know, I'm just, you know, more inclined to make healthier food choices because it, this is something that, that has become a, a habit for me. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a habit that I developed over time, over months, days, weeks, months, and now years. And, uh, you know, for, for each of us, you know, our bodies are different, our needs are different, our challenges are different. But I just want anyone who's listening to know that I just never saw this for myself. Um, even, you know, even a few years ago when I began to share with my partner that, you know, eventually I'm going to lose weight. And I said it at the time because I knew I needed to. My body was telling me that I needed to, but deep down I, I, I didn't have, a, I didn't necessarily have a vision of how it would be, how it would go. But now that I've, I have this lived experience, um, I can say that it's a wonderful thing, but I can also say that it is a way 
of looking at how this one way, one example of how making gradual health and fitness choices can have a positive impact on managing stress. It doesn't mean that stress goes away and it doesn't mean that there aren't there aren't, there aren't going to be days there aren't going to be moments where we fail, where we're just we're not able to cope with a situation and we have a breakdown. But even in the breakdowns, who we are will resonate. It will, it will come to, it will, be, it will be revealed. And I can tell you that in the recent days and weeks, I've had some very stressful moments where when it came to critical points of decisions on how to cope with the, the, the stresses that occurred, in most cases, I was pleasantly surprised to see that what I had been committing myself to on a daily basis, on a gradual basis, had manifested itself in the choices that I was making to cope with the stress. It was this isn't anything that you know this isn't a gimmick or some you know quick solution. This is days, weeks, months of meditation, of eating healthy, movement of different sorts, different kinds, walking, biking, calisthenics, uh, full body exercises, most mostly at home because I just haven't gone to gyms in so long. I've gone to, I've visited maybe a handful of hotel gyms in the last few years, but I've gone to a few hotels. So um, I haven't renewed my gym membership since March of 2020. So, uh, yeah, you know, so many, most of my workouts have been at home and the combination of all these things, um, have manifested themselves in my ability to cope with stress. Not perfectly, but I can see it. I can see how it has affected my food choices in, in times of trouble, but also my temperament. Um, and just my ability to gain perspective at, um, and just to appreciate where I am relative to where I have been. So I just wanted to share this with anyone that's listening to say that um, gradual health and fitness can not only lead to in my opinion, gradual weight loss, but it can also lead to gradual wellness, an improvement in one's well-being, an improvement in one's mental health. It is possible. I am not a doctor. I'm not a health specialist. I am just one individual who describes himself as being historically sedentary uninterested in many of the things that I talk I talk about in this podcast for most of my adult life 
yet finally when I decided to open myself to this idea of health and fitness I have I'm now I'm now a a living witness of what gradual health and fitness can do uh, it's been really enriching empowering and um, and I just wanted to share this with anyone that may be listening and uh, if you like this episode um, please let me know Um, I believe there is a space for you to comment if you're listening on Anchor or Spotify feel free to like this episode Um, if you're listening on Google Podcast um, there should be a way to like the episode or show your support Um, I greatly appreciate it uh, if you like other episodes, you know, feel free to listen in. Uh, I do intend to um, create more podcast episodes here, um, but um, you can also check out the pandemicpushup.com blog. That's the pandemicpushup.com to, to read uh, some of my uh, most recent posts and to subscribe and to be part of a growing community of of everyday people who are looking for ways to find better health and fitness without completely overhauling their lives necessarily doesn't mean that we, you know you don't we're not saying that you you, know, you shouldn't do that if, if, if that if that you know I mean, if, if that works for you you should but but if, you, if you're just looking for realistic ways of finding consistent, steady, gradual improvements in your health, consistent, steady, gradual improvement in your health and well-being, then I welcome you to, to join me and others that are in pursuit of this, 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 this state of being. And uh, I really uh, appreciate your perspective and your support. Uh, you can also write me at uh, Jermaine G. That's J E R M A I N G at thepandemicpushup.com. And you can also check me out on YouTube. <laughs> if you go, that's uh, the pandemic pushup. Uh, that's my channel on YouTube. You can actually uh, catch a few of my videos and um, uh, hopefully uh, get be inspired. Uh, yeah, so um, I do hope to continue to engage with you and others. And I look forward to hearing your stories of managing stress and wellness and finding your state of well-being and positive mental health until next time be well